Okay, we are on Daf Membe's Ahmed Aleph. We are towards the bottom of the page. We are from the bottom one, two, three, four. Thirteen lines from the bottom of the page. We were discussing the question of why it needs to be, why the Havchana has to be um, specifically three months. Why can't it be one month? Why, we understand why it can't be two. Sorry, why it can't be two months, etc. Um, and the Gemara, and we just talked about why it can't be two and a half months. So now the Gemara asks, the la, uh, you know, one more, one more possibility. So it says the Gemara, v'tamtin mashahu v'tinase v'chimalu shloshachadoshim livtika. Why don't we say, wait just a, a small amount of time, right? Don't don't wait a you know, three months or one month or anything, and then. When the three months are up, right, since she gets married, check, see if she's, if she's pregnant or not. And then you'll know. Right at that point, you'll have an understanding of whether she is or is not, is not pregnant, and then you'll, uh, you'll know. All right, if you look at, look at Rashi for a second, uh, second, second line in the wide lines, wait a week or two. Three months from the time the husband passed away, after three months is typically the time, the first trimester, when you can tell if some woman's pregnant or not. Right? Uh, this is check her body to see. Right? And if she, if if the if she if uh, she's pregnant at that point. Then for sure it's from the first husband. So I guess what it means is it'd be a little less than three months because it's already been three months. So then it could be from the second husband. But but do a do an exam at that point to find out if she's pregnant or not. And if she's pregnant, it's been a little less than three months, and she uh, and she's already what's called the the halacha always calls nikar ubar that the that the the pregnancy is 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 noticeable. So then at that point you would you would know. So the Gemara says, no, 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 we're not going to do that. You're not going to subject these women to a physical exam. You know, uh, it's going to be uh, degrading. You know, this says it's degrading. It makes the husbands upset. It, it's just not something that we're going to require halakhically. That's not, that's not the way we're going to do this. Uh, so it's... Um, um, Right, so the question is we won't do a physical exam, but we'll check the way the woman walks. Because apparently if a woman's pregnant, she's going to walk a little different. Typically, I think it's probably when women are more pregnant. Already. But check the way she walks, and you'll find out from the way she walks that she's, uh, you know, there's a distinct way that a, that a woman who's pregnant walks. She says, No, a woman will know how to, how to fake it. She'll fake the test. And she'll be able to to know how to how to walk the right way, so she'll look like she's not pregnant, and in that way, she'll be able to uh, you know count this child as as her as her new husband's son because she's going to want him to be able to be a yorish of the new husband. So that's that's not going to work. Um, m- meaning, it's not a good enough test. It's not a test that really would would, would be uh, sufficient to show us. Um, so the gemara says, "Fine, hecha the kimlan demi uberasi tinase." So let's do something different. Let's wait. Don't let her get, get, get married away. But the moment you, you realize that she is pregnant, let her get married then. Um, and then we don't have a problem. Meaning all these other issues were a question of you're not going to know who the husband is. Here, I know that if she's pregnant and she hasn't gotten married yet, 
we know who the husband is. The husband is the first, the, the, the father is. The father is the first husband. So why don't we, it may, may not take three months. Maybe she had become pregnant, you know, uh, uh, you know two months before the, man, the, the husband passed away. And then by, and then by, um, you know, a month after she, get, you know, uh, you know uh, after you passed away, she's already, you, know, you can tell that she's pregnant. So you know she's pregnant. So fine. So they get married while she's pregnant. So it's, it answers the Gemara, Allah, Matanya, if that's true, then why did the Brites say as follows? Lo yisa adam yuberes chavero umenekas chavero. Vimnasa yotzi v'lo yachzir olamis. Gzeira shem atasa ubra sandal. So the Gemara says that that's not true because we have a Brites that tells us that um, a person's not allowed to marry a woman who is pregnant with his friend's child. Meaning, if a, if a, if a man and a woman get, get divorced or he passes away and the woman is pregnant, you have to wait for the pregnancy to be completed before you get married. You have to wait for her. Or even if, uh, it sounds like even if she's menekes, she's, she's nursing still. So you have to wait. Um, and if you marry her, not only not allowed to, you have to divorce her. And you can never, you can never remarry her. And why, why are we so concerned about uh, this, about you know, uh, a husband, a man, a man marrying a woman who's already pregnant with another man's child? Why, why, why not? Again, there's not any issue of knowing who the child's father is that we know already. So the answer, so, and that price includes Shematasa Ubra Sandal. Because we're nervous the child will become a sandal. What does that mean the child's going to become a sandal? So this is a, sandal is like a, it's actually not in this, there's no Rashi on this actual line, but there's, there's going to be a Rashi on the next, uh, on, uh, on the next, on the next line here. But it, the basic idea is, and we'll see in Rashi in a second, that there was a, there was a concern, and I don't believe it's a medical concern anymore, but there used to be a concern that uh, a woman could become pregnant a second time, even while she's already pregnant, and that that child could, you know, could then end up pushing on the child that's already inside the, the womb, and it could literally sound like means it was like it, it like smushes the face of the baby. The baby's face doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't um, develop the right way, and it and it, it causes all kinds of deformities for that for that child. So so the reason why you're not supposed to marry a woman who's already pregnant with someone else's uh, child is because you're nervous it could end up to. Uh, Causing some type of issues with the if, if they end up having uh, she's becoming pregnant from the new husband, so then it could end up while she's pregnant with the first child, so then it could cause tra- problems for that fetus. So the Gemara says, didi If that's true, so that's the same thing should be true when you're married, right? If you're married, also you should you should forbid everyone from having tashmish once they're married. We don't do that. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, So and any woman who's pregnant should be forbidden to have tashmish. Why? She should be like become pregnant again. Right, so this is the, because the, the new baby might push in, push on that baby, on the, on the baby that's already in, and, and, and end up deforming his face, like this sandal, because his face doesn't have a, 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 a form. So, uh, so how does that work? So how can this be a real concern? If this is a real concern, it'd be true for any, every, every single couple who, who, who's, who are pregnant. So Gemara says, and, 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 the Gemara, and the Gemara then has the answer, So the Gemara has there, what, what's the answer for, for that, that we allow um, a couple to be together even when, the, even when the, the woman's pregnant? So either she uses some type of moch here, means some type of cloth, means she uses some type of primitive birth control. I mean, to, to ensure that she doesn't have it, doesn't become pregnant again. 
Or the, the other opinion is that no, Mina Shamaim Yirachim, well, Kadesh Baruch protects people. That once women are pregnant, so we assume that, you know, uh, husband and wife can be together and they're not gonna, this, this issue is not going to happen. Um, uh, fine. The, the, it's interesting the language of Mina Shamaim Yirachim is that related to a language that we find in other places in, in Shas, you know, Shomer Psayim Hashem, right? That Hashem protects the fools, which means that when there are certain activities that everybody does, even though in, in theory they might be dangerous, we assume that if everyone does it and, every, and everyone ends up fine, so then there's not a, uh, you know, we don't, we don't consider that too risky a behavior um, to, to be involved in. So was the shadow that comes up when you're talking about any type of risky behavior, you know, what's, what's permitted and what's not permitted. And the, the concept of Shemar Pesayim Hashem is that there's certain things everybody does and people typically, different shot than what it is, you need it for the, for the world to exist, for the world to run. How can you have people be soldiers in an army? Isn't, isn't that pikuach, isn't that dangerous? All these types of questions that come up. How can people drive cars? How can, uh, the different activities that in theory could be, could be risky. And we say, yeah, but everyone does it. Um, and, everyone, and most people are fine. Um, so that's what we call Shomer Pesayim Hashem. So I don't know if that's exactly what Mina Shemayim Yerachamu here rela- relates to, but it's interesting. It sounds you know, kind of similar. This is a concern that in theory should exist, but that no one has that concern, right? Everyone lived, husband and wife lived together normally, even when, even when a woman's pregnant. Um, fine, but the bottom line is, if that's true, that's not, so fine, good. So it's not really a concern when, for, for a married couple. So fine. So if that's true by a married couple, so then, then you threw it out. Now you've just given me all the reasons why it shouldn't make any sense. Why someone, why, uh, uh, again, why a woman can't marry a new husband while she's pregnant with some other man's child. We know who the, the father is, and this concern of, uh, uh, for the baby, for the baby that's already inside, is not really a concern that we, that we should have. Fine. So, El Mishum, the Chasa. So, no, so really the concern is that the Dachsa. What does that mean? It's like a Rashi, Shimemach, Ubeshastash. No, the concern is not a concern of internally that, that, that the child becomes, if the woman becomes pregnant again, it'll push against the baby and deform the baby that, uh, that's already inside, but uh, much more. Whatever, but a different concern that if the, if the husband and wife are, are actually being together, they're being intimate together, so at that time, the, the man will end up pushing down on the woman's stomach and can actually you know, injure the baby that way. So, Sigmar uh, says, Oh, okay. Same, same thing. Husbands, again, husbands and wives are together while, they are, while the woman's pregnant. This it happens all the time. And why don't we have that concern then for, for a married couple? So the Gemara says, "Didei chayasi love it." No, because if it's your own child, you're going to be more concerned. You're going to be a little more. You're going to be more careful than if it's if the child in there is someone else's child. Okay. So the Gemara says, "Hachanami chayas love." What do you mean? Every, everyone should, everyone should be, uh, you know, uh, should be concerned. Look at Rashi. Hachanami chayasi love. Shein other miskavin laharog nefesh. We're not assuming we're dealing with people who. Who don't care about the health of, of, of any fetus, you know, their wife's child, they don't care. It's kind of surprising to say. So, rather, what's the shot? So, what's the different answer? Elastam muberis liminika kaima. But any, to rather, what's the shot is that any woman who's going to have a child, the expectation is she's going to be able to nurse that child afterwards. Dilma yabra, we see now to the next page. Dilma yabra umeacher chalba vikatlulay. So, what's the concern? The concern is a different concern. And that is that if the woman is. Um, was already pregnant, and then she's going to become pregnant, become pregnant again, right? And this is this assumption here is uh, not that she's going to become pregnant while she's still pregnant with the first child, but right afterwards she becomes pregnant immediately. If she's going to become pregnant immediately after she had uh, this first baby, what's going to happen? Um, 
Rashi says, What's going to happen? The woman's going to become pregnant again, and when she becomes pregnant, there's a concern that her milk supply will get dried up. Again, can't speak to the medical concern here, uh, from medical science today. But that was the concern then, that the, the mother will, will become pregnant again right away, and then she's going to um, lose her milk supply. And if she loses her milk supply, so in those days, they didn't have formula, etc. This was a, a much more serious concern, that if the milk supply would dry up, this is dangerous for the baby. Um, and to this day, the, the mother's milk is considered the, most, the, the safest and healthiest for, for, for our newborn. Um, and this could cause the baby to, to, to get sick and to die. So Gemara says, okay, so that's true here also. What? We don't allow women to become pregnant when they're nursing? We do. Um, there's no such halacha that, uh, that a woman can't become pregnant right after, right after she had a baby. That's permi- just permissible if she wants to do that. So answer the Gemara, today, mimas so the Gemara says, yeah, but when, if it's your own child, so what's going to happen? So worst case scenario, if, she, if her milk supply would dry up, so what will happen? The, the father will make sure that the child has other, other means of, uh, you know, uh, uh, of getting sustenance, of getting fed. He'll, he'll, he'll cook eggs, he'll, he'll find other kind of milk, whatever. He'll, he'll, he'll find other foods uh, that the baby can have and the, the baby will survive. So says the Gemara, okay, so if that's true, so the same thing. If, if, if this man is married to this woman and she has a baby from another husband and that baby is born and now her milk dries up, she'll, he'll, he'll take care of that baby too. It says, Should the same thing, meaning that's the like Gemara still asking the question. So the same thing should also, um, um, should do the same thing. So the Gemara answers, no, he's not going to do that. Meaning that's already, you know, we're, we're, we're still concerned. Again, most people would do that. But there's still a concern. This is, Lamaisa, at the end of the day, this isn't his child. And since it's not his child, we have a concern that he won't be as adamant and as careful to take care of this child. And that's why there's this concern that he, that he should be, uh, you know, that, that he might treat the child a little bit second class and uh, the child could be in danger because of that. Okay. So the Gemara says, if that's true, if the new, fa- new husband is not taking care of this baby, so what should you do? So this was, who's responsible for this child's sustenance? The original father's family, right? The, the first husband's family. So she can go to them and ask them to pay. So Ambaya says, you're right. Technically, she could go to the, the first husband's family and ask them to support the child. But that's an embarrassing thing for her to do. And the only way she's going to get it done is if, if she does what? If she actually brings him to Bezdin. And, uh, and, 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 you know, and, and forces them to pay. And that's something she's going to feel uncomfortable doing. And she's going to feel so uncomfortable with it that the, the derech of a lot of people is that they're so uncomfortable going and asking for, for a handout, even though it's not a handout, because te- really she, his family is really technically required to pay for this. But people are not comfortable doing that. And to the extent that she won't feel comfortable, she would maybe even hold back and, and the baby itself could end up being in danger. Um, so, so because of that, the, again, there was this, they maintained this, this uh, requirement that, uh, at least according to this opinion, that, um, that we wait a full three months rather than letting her get married. And not only for wait the full three months, but we also don't allow her, her to get married while she is pregnant with someone else's child. Uh, we wait for her to have the baby, that's done, and only then afterwards do we allow her to, uh, to get married to a new husband. You could ask the Kasha, Okay, so if you allowed to get married once she had a baby, so then some of these, you know, some of the questions at the end here could still apply. It's a good, it's, it's a fair question, um, but you know, 
um, Lachor, the idea is that once, you know, once she's had that child and she's taking care of that child, so then a lot of these concerns would, 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 would go away. Okay, fine. So the Gemara continues now uh, trying to understand this, uh, the line, the line, one of the lines in the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said before, if you remember, you go all the way back to the Malaf of the base, I mean, Malaf of the Malaf. So we had talked about the Ivama requiring Havchana. We talked about Kol Sharnashim shouldn't get, uh, shouldn't do Erisin, shouldn't do Yisuin, until it's, again, also until just three months after their, their previous husband had passed away. And when the Gemara is referring to these women, it says about them, Echad Besulos, Echad Beulos, Echad Grushos, Echad Amanos. Right? It doesn't matter if they're Besula, if she's, she's, she's never had Tashmish, she has had Tashmish before, she's a Grusha, she's an Amana, it, it doesn't matter. So the Gemara is bothered by that language, Achas Besulos, Achas Beulos, etc. And the Gemara says like this, Heiniu Besulos, and, and the Gemara gave out, Arusos, Nesuos, etc. So Gemara says, Heiniu Besulos, Heiniu Arusos, Heiniu Beulos, Heiniu Nesuos. I mean, the, the Gemara is bothered, the Mishnah seems to be redundant here. If a woman is a Russo, what does that mean? So, we mentioned before, when there's Arisen, the husband and wife are not allowed to have Tashmish yet. They're not allowed to have Tashmish until there is Nisuin. So, if you're referring to a woman who is a Basula, and then say also an Arusa, that's really the same thing. The, 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 the Arusa, again, assuming it's her first marriage, is going to be a Basula. And if you're dealing with a Nisua, then, then presumably she is a Bula. She's had Tashmish already. So, why are you repeating? You know, this kind of this redundancy here, who, you know, Basulos, Arusos, Baulos, Nisuos, who are really all, at least, you know, the really, you just need two categories. Um, you don't need four. So Amr Behuda, so Behuda answers, Hachin Ka'amar. This is what I really mean to say. Achas Basulos, Ve'achas Baulos, Shinnis Armalu, O Shinnis Garshu. Bein Mina Erisin, Bein Mina Nisuan. Meaning, this really, it, it, it's not, Rashi actually explains it nicely here. Rashi says, um, Look at Rashi, it's like four lines down in the skinny lines from Rashi on the left side. One and one, you know, one like this and one like that. It doesn't mean two different things. Rather, it's really all one category. But it's just explaining what they mean, right? Right? Meaning, whether she's a basula, whether she's a bula. And what are we referring to? So these are the different possibilities of women who are one or the other, have had Tashmish before or have not. Meaning, she's an Amana or she's, a, she's, a, she's had Gerashin, whether that's from Erisin, right? Dahana Basulos, Beiman and Dahana Bulos. So just explaining, the, the mission was just explaining what they're talking about. It's not different categories per se. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's just kind of explaining who, who uh, Basulos and Bulos would be. Fine. Um, Fine. So yes, the Gemara there answered. And what does that mean? Fine. So it just means to refer to all these different women, whether they've had Tashmish before or not. Again, obviously, the reason that the categories of Bulos or Basulos matters because that's the whole point here. The question of Havchana waiting three months only really makes sense for someone who has, uh, for someone who's never had, who's had Tashmish before. If she's never had Tashmish before, then Lechora you would argue that the question of three months doesn't really make sense. And that's why the Rabbanan is a big chiddish, that Chumra, that the Tanakam at least holds, that even in that scenario, she has to wait three months. Okay. Uh, Rabbi Elazar, lo ala be midrasha. So Rabbi Elazar didn't go to the, to the base medrash one day. And he bumped into Rabbi Asi on the street. And Amrlai, my Amra, banam be midrasha. So he said, what happened today? You know, what was the, uh, what, what was the conversation going on in the base medrash? 
that I missed because I didn't go to, I wasn't in the yeshiva today. So Amr Lei, Hachi Amr Yochanan. So he says, I'll tell you what we talked about today was actually this topic. And he said, this is what Rabbi Yochanan said, Halacha like Rabbi Yossi. That we pass him like Rabbi Yossi. So who's, what's the sheet of Rabbi Yossi? Just to remind us, on Daf Mem Aleph, we had a machlokas there. And this, these cases of women who are, had, had Eresin or Nisuin, etc. So the Rabbanan said, I don't care. Whether you've had Eresin, whether you've had Nisuin, it doesn't matter who you are, you're always going to wait three months. The Rabbi Yehuda had said, no, if you're if you a Nisua, you could have Eresin, right? because again, Eresin doesn't involve a heterotashmish. So if you've already had, so even if you had Nisuin, as long as the next step, the thing you want to accomplish now is only Eresin, that's okay, because again, there's no concern they're going to have that they're going to have be physically, uh, they're not going to be intimate together. Right? And also, Arusos, you know, soon, if only, she's only been in Arusa, she can do Nisuin, right? Because again, she'd never been intimate with the first husband. That was Rabbi Shita, Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Yossi um, agreed. He said, Kol Nashim Yis Arsu, right? that every, any woman can do Arisin except for an Almada because of the Avelos. But he basically said that any woman can be involved in Arisin, any woman who's been involved in Arisin can do Nisuin. Uh, Rabbi Yossi basically agreed with, with, uh, with Rabbi Huda and even was going a little bit a step further. So the, the point is that we, um, we Rabbi Yochanan Paskind, not like the Rabbanon who said across the board three months for everybody. We, Rabbi Yochanan said we Paskind Rabbi Yossi, who was really the same sheet as Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi, and, and uh, Rashi actually points this out. Why don't we just say halacha Rabbi Yehuda? So he said because we have a concept in general that Rabbi Yossi ni muko imo, that Rabbi Yossi, people, you know, like his opinions and his opinions are strong and people you know, believe that he knows what he's talking about. So when Rabbi Yossi has a sheet, if, if there's someone else in Rabbi Yossi who both, who both say the same thing, so we say, we pass like Rabbi Yossi and he's more likely to, to, to hold. People feel like, you know, confident. You know, uh, you know it's like when someone, someone asks a child and they say, well, I'll tell you what Rabbi Shechter said, right? So boom, once you say what Rabbi Shechter said, it's like, that shuts down the conversation, right? It's like over. So it's, you know, similar, similar point here. So the, um, so, um, so the bottom line is, Rabbi says that within this machlokas in our Mishnah, the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi. Okay. So if that's true, uh, says Gemara, Mechlad Yechida Paligale. So the implication is, if Rabbi Yossi, uh, if we're passing like Rabbi Yossi, it must be that the one who argued with him, meaning the Tanakama, who was not named, must only be in one individual. Why? Because if it was not an individual and it was a lot of people, what would the halacha be? Yachid v'rabim halacha karabim. And if there were many who argued with Rabbi Yossi, then we would never paskin like him against the majority. So it must be that this other opinion, the opinion that says that we wait three months no matter what, whether, whether she was, uh, had Arison Nisun and is going to do Nisun or Arison, doesn't matter, always wait three months, that that opinion must be just a yachid. It can't be the opinion of, of, the, of you know, a large number of the Rabbanu. So answer the Gemara and says the Gemara in yes that's absolutely correct vahatanya vahatanya here doesn't mean a, isn't raising a kasha it's raising a proof vahatanya as Rashi says binichusa right it's a it's a and, I, and I'll tell you why you are right vahatanya and I'll show you that this is right because the, the Bryce says as follows if she would you know go spend a lot of time in her, her, her father's house or if there was a lot of anger in her house. I mean, these are both reasons why the woman was spending a lot of time not in her, her own home. Oh, her husband was, was in jail. Again, these are all reasons to know that she hadn't been intimate with her husband. Oh, for a long time before he died. Oh, her husband was old and couldn't have children. Oh, or he was sick. Oh, or she was sick or she had a miscarriage after her husband passed away. Or she, we know that she's not able to have children. 
oh, Zakena, or she's old, and she's already, you know, not, no longer able to have children, or Katana, or Alanis, or she's a child, or an Alanis is a woman who does, never had physical maturity, so she's not able to have children, or some, some of the reasons she's not able to have children, so Rebbeir holds, all these women cannot need Nihavchan of three months, which, again, is, is in sync with our Mishnah, which had said, um, which had said that, uh, you know, um, that it doesn't matter who you are, you always wait three months, even if logically it doesn't really make sense. And Rabbi Yehuda Matir, the Arisli Nasabiyan, Yehuda says, no, they can do Arisin and Nisun immediately. We'll stop here, but the point, the point being that this is a proof that the, the opinion that argues with Rabbi Yossi is Rabbi Meir, who's a Yachid. He's only one person, it wasn't the Rabbanon, and that's what the, the Brisa is proving, and we'll, we'll finish up tomorrow.